college football season i'm red hot with my picks guys not gonna lie uh at this rate you know i don't need a retirement fund because i'm cashing in big time just kidding but week two went four and one last week went three one and one so overall seven two and one go back to the picks last week got wake forest over unc minus three pittsburgh plus 17 at penn state usc at byu plus four and a half those were the three wins Lost with Arizona State at Michigan State. Had Michigan State minus 14. They lost that one outright. And then Florida State at Virginia. Had Virginia minus 7. And that one was a draw. So 7-2-1 heading into this week. Pick some random games, but I do have uh, the Georgia-Notre Dame game included. So that should be some fun. I'm going to start off with one that uh, there's a good chance you're not going to watch a single snap of this game. But it is a good betting situation. Wyoming plus three and a half at Tulsa. Have you watched a snap of Wyoming Cowboys football or Tulsa Golden Hurricane football this year? Probably not. But here's what I do know about these teams. Wyoming is 3-0. and They're playing with a lot of confidence. They upset Missouri at home in week one of the season. Tulsa, on the other hand, well, they lost to Michigan State in the opener. They got smacked. And last week, they got ran all over by Oklahoma State. They were gashed by Chuba Hubbard to the tune of 256 yards. So seems like a pretty obvious spot, right? Pick the 3-0 team on the road against Tulsa. They're getting three and a half points. Seems like an easy play. Well, that's not the only reason why I like this game. I like this game because Wyoming has the most run-heavy offense besides the service academies. The service academies and all the triple option teams, they run the ball 80-90% of the time. But Wyoming pounds the rock i mean 138 rushes this season just 46 passes can't do the quick math in my head but that is like 75 percent almost so they are a very run heavy team they're 33rd in the country in yards per rush at 5.25 yards per rush tulsa on the other hand they're bottom 20 in the country in rush defense they allow 4.79 yards per rush as i said last week they were gashed by chuba hubbard So I expect them to be a little fatigued. They had to play a lot of run defense against Oklahoma State. They were worn down, and now they're going to be facing Wyoming, a run-heavy team with a lot of confidence. And on top of that, we get Wyoming with three and the hook. So like Wyoming there, plus three and a half. This is going to be a very low-scoring game, guys. The over-under for this game is 45, which means they're probably expecting the score to be something like 24 to 21 in that area and hey if we have three and a half we'll take it all we need is wyoming to keep this one close tulsa i don't really believe in them too much they're going to be throwing the ball around but i think wyoming can control the tempo and pull this one out next game louisville plus six and a half at florida state i bet against florida state the first two weeks and you know what we're going to do it again here um i am obviously selling on the willie taggart bandwagon and i really like scott satterfield the the louisville head coach um he was very good at appalachian state you might not recall his name but he was the guy he had glasses and a visor and he was just a spread machine at appalachian state i think he covered something like 65 percent of his games against the spread he was always very good appalachian state had a very good defense i know this this is a rebuilding opportunity for louisville but louisville they played notre dame week one on national television they kind of coughed the ball up a little bit they kept it close in the first half but overall 
I would say people walked out of that game with a negative opinion of this team. While they were able to rally, they won their next two games against pretty garbage teams, and now they're playing Florida State, who I, I think Florida State, they are probably just about giving up on Willie Taggart. That, they lost a killer last week against Virginia. They were up a touchdown with the ball in the fourth quarter. They weren't able to close it out, and I think that is just going to be – I think this is going to be one of those situations where if Louisville scores early, I think the Florida State crowd is going to be booing. It's not going to be a home field advantage at all. I really, really like Louisville here, plus six and a half. Next one, Oregon minus ten and a half at Stanford. Similarly to the selling on the Willie Taggart bandwagon for Florida State, I'm going to be selling on the Stanford bandwagon. I thought David Shaw was a very good coach. When Urban Meyer left Ohio State, I wanted Ohio State to hire David Shaw. I've done a complete 180. I think that, you know, Jim, whatever Jim Harbaugh left of that Stanford program, you know, it trickled down and David Shaw had some success because of that, whether it be Andrew Luck or, you know, Toby Gerhardt and Christian McCaffrey. But those days are over. I think this new, quote unquote, new and improved Stanford team is just not that good. I think Stanford's really bad. And also they have one of the worst home field advantages in Division One football. So I think the average better is going to look at this game and say, oh, Stanford at home play. That's a great bet, right? I mean, Stanford's a blue-chip program, and they're getting points at home, and usually they play Oregon tough. Well, that used to be the case, but Stanford totally changed the way that they approach football. They went away from their physical mantra. They started becoming kind of an air raid offense with a finesse defense to try to cover all these air raid teams in the Pac-12. Hasn't worked out for them. They're 1-2 and two so far this year, and they, quite frankly, shouldn't even have won the one game that they did win against Northwestern, and then they got... Um, absolutely blown out by UCF last week. So now they have to travel back cross-country to California. I think this is not – in fact, this might be a negative home field advantage because Oregon's fans travel well. Stanford and Palo Alto, not that far from Eugene, Oregon. I think they're going to travel. And Oregon is feeling very optimistic about their team. Remember, we bet on Oregon if you follow my picks. Minus 24 against Nevada in Week 2. They covered that. They're on a mission. They're dominating. They haven't given up a touchdown since that – Auburn loss and I just I believe in Mario Cristobal and I believe in that Oregon Ducks team I think they're physical I think they're gonna run all over Stanford uh and I I just I really believe in Oregon I think they're gonna pull this one out I think it's gonna quite frankly be a blowout and I think this is this game is gonna put David Shaw on the hot seat next game I feel like a sucker for betting it but it's just too juicy Notre Dame plus 14 and a half at Georgia you gotta be kidding me why is Notre Dame getting 14.5 points? I don't understand. I think it's because that there are so many people that just pour money in in these SEC teams. But if you look at objective measures of how these teams are, the FBI, for example, the FBI has Georgia 24 points better than an average team. The FBI has Notre Dame 22 points better than the average team. So therefore, Georgia's two points better than Notre Dame. Maybe you give Georgia three points for home field advantage. At most, Georgia should be a six-point favorite in this game. When I saw this spread, I thought it was an absolute joke. Yes, I might be a sucker for going with this one, but look, Ian Book is a, is a playmaker. I think he can at least keep this game close. The one thing that scares me is that Notre Dame's rush defense has been a little shabby this year. They gave up 250 rush yards to New Mexico. They didn't look that great against Louisville in the first half when I watched them. But still, I think Notre Dame's a top 10 team with a good offense, with a good offensive line. Uh, you know, as, as, long, as long as Ian Book is healthy, I think they should be able to put enough points to, to keep this one close. You know, all they have to do is cover the 14.5 points, even if it's a late backdoor cover. But either way, uh, I wanted to put 
my chips on one side in this game just to have a rooting interest, then I think it's wise to go Notre Dame. Because, you know, sometimes I just ask myself, before I look at the spread, what should the spread on this game be? And I asked myself for this game before I looked, I said maybe seven at most. So the fact that it's 14 and a half, I'm either a huge idiot or um, this is probably the bet of the week. One or the other. Last one, Colorado at Arizona State. Arizona State minus seven and a half. I bet against Arizona State last week and they burned me. Yeah, Michigan State only had seven mere points. Arizona State won at the very end. Oh man, it was it was such a it was a game that Michigan State probably should have they should have at least forced overtime. Uh, if you didn't watch it, they had 12 men on the field when they kicked the game tying field goal. I don't know what's going on with that Michigan State program, but they're just not what they used to be. So Arizona State is three and zero under Herm. You play to win the game, Edwards. Meanwhile. Colorado, wow, this is a great spot to fade Colorado. I love this pick. This is my pick of the week because a few reasons. Number one, Colorado has played three straight home games. They played Colorado State to open. They played Nebraska week two. I think a lot of people were watching that Nebraska game. It, was, it wasn't it was on primetime, but it was the Fox game during that time window. They won. They came back, and they, they found a way to win. So all of a sudden, they get a lot of national hype. What do they do the next week? They lose to Air Force. I always love to bet against teams after they play one of the service academies. They're going to be worn down by that triple option offense. I think they're going to be really fatigued, and I think Arizona State is going to have a lot of momentum after beating Michigan State. Sometimes I like to fade teams like an Arizona State spot where, okay, we just had a huge victory. But usually that's more so the case when the teams are going on the road after a big victory. So... If Team A wins at home, big upset, then they have to go on the road. Typically, that's a spot where you want to bet against them because they're going to be distracted on the road. They're going to be celebrating their victory. But if you have a situation where Team A pulls an upset and they're on the road and then they can come home, typically they're more focused with the home crowd behind them. It's only 7.5 points. Colorado is not a very good team. Arizona's ranked. I think Herm Edwards is really kind of taking this Arizona State team and program, uh, and I'm very surprised by this, but I think he's kind of turned them in the right direction, and I like where they're going. It scares me a little bit to give the half point on 7.5 because, we, you know, like Virginia last week, for example, we were able to pull a draw because uh, the spread was only 7. We would have lost it with 7.5, but I think this one should be um, a blowout. Arizona State's defense has been very solid this year. They have a top 25 defense. If you just look at some of their performances so far this year, they – played Kent State. They held them to a touchdown 30-7. to Yes, I understand it's Kent State, but still, they only allowed seven points. Next week, they played Sacramento State, 19-7, to only let up a touchdown. The next week, they played Michigan State, beat them 10-7, to only let up a touchdown. So they've been offensively challenged this year, only averaging about 20 points per game, but their defense has been able to step up, and I think that's going to be the case against Colorado at home um, in the desert, there's also an element of uh, home field advantage there. You know, the arid climate of Arizona State is going to make it even more difficult for Colorado to play. So just to recap, Wyoming plus 3.5 at Tulsa in the most random game that you will definitely not watch. Louisville plus 6.5 at Florida State. Willie Taggart is terrible, and we are going to continue to short his stock until he is fired. Oregon minus 10.5 at Stanford. We are buying Oregon Ducks stock, and we are selling Stanford Cardinals stock. Cannot stress this enough. Oregon is going to be in the national... Now, I'm not going to say they're in the national championship game, but I think they're going to be the Pac-12 representative 
in the playoff. I think that they really should have won that game against Auburn, and they are a very, very good team. Notre Dame plus 14.5 at Georgia. Definitely the suckers better of the week, but we have to do it. I'm falling for the trap. And then Colorado at Arizona State. Arizona State minus 7.5. There you go. There is no question as to whether or not you'll become a millionaire working here. The only question is how many times over. Be a, but a-